You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Rams pressure is picked up. Kyler! Did he get rid of it? It's intercepted! It's David Long! Into the end zone for the touchdown! Troy Reader got the hit on Murray. Nearly had him for the safety for two. Instead, it's six, and it's a Rams touchdown. Disappointing. Prepare all week, all season, you know, to, to be where we are. And then, uh, you know, that game, that game wasn't competitive at all. So, uh, it's, you know, it's disappointing um, that we didn't, you know, didn't make it a game, you know, and, and come out and play the football we know we're capable of playing. That's really the most disappointing part, you know. Losing is one thing, but... When you don't, you know, you don't even make it competitive. It's, it's another thing. So, man, it's disappointing. Yeah, disappointing for the Cardinals. Welcome on in. Becky Well Daily presented, as always, by Fan Duel Sportsbook. We got a lot to get to today. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you as we'll turn the page and look towards divisional round weekend in the NFL. Crackman's coming up later in the show. One of our favorites, David Behrman of ESPN Chalk. So, we have great guests today. Um, and we'll start looking forward to these games because we have all four set for division around weekend. But guys, we got to start with last night. We got a Monday night wild card game, and boy, that was ugly. I mean, that was Kyler Murray said it best. It wasn't competitive. The Rams took it to him early. The Cardinals just cratered. I mean, the Kingsbury thing we cannot ignore. It's the end of every season. And Kyler Murray, I mean, what was that? Never go full Wentz in your own end zone. Never try to throw a ball like that. That was. That was the exclamation point on just a dismal end to the season, Joe, for a Cardinals team who at one point was the last undefeated team standing. Joe, you're such a hater. Why is Joe hating on the Cardinals? They have a perfect record. I don't get it. Joe, wh- why do you hate them? I don't – you're wrong. You're wrong. Is that the me? Are so good. I don't know. It's just a mix of That's everything. That's the best that imitation of me ever. That was ever. not an imitation. I'd have to work out an invitation. I'd have to think about that. that. That was not an invitation. But I heard it from both of you guys every week during the power rankings. Here's the real question today. I, this is – I'm not overreacting. This is legitimate. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we had we had six super wild card games, right? We have six teams eliminated over the past few days. Should half of the head coaches be fired? McCarthy should be out. McCarthy? Kingsbury should be out. Basaccia. Basaccia should be out. Uh, I, obviously, seriously. since they got think, rid of Mayock, they're going to clean house there. Clearly. Am I going over the top? Is that I've never thought this could possibly happen, but I think it's legitimate that half of the losers during the first round of the playoffs could be gone. Yeah, and the only three that we're keeping in this exercise are two, I mean, one, the all-timer in Bill Belichick, a guy who's putting together a Hall of Fame resume in Mike Tomlin, and a first-year coach in Nick Sirianni. So basically, anyone in the middle there, get out. Just get out. I mean, Kingsbury, what, what was that last night? They looked totally unprepared for that game, Aaron. Two seasons in a row of this. Great regular seasons and just can't do anything at the end. So for me, I was fully wrong. The Cardinals are like, you start dating someone, see a couple red flags, you ignore them, you're hoping that it's going to work out. Maybe you take them back. That's what I did with the Cardinals all season. I put them high in my power rankings. I ignored the fraudulent sides. I wanted to believe this team was going to do something in the playoffs. Totally wrong. 
totally wrong. That was one of the worst playoff performances I've ever seen. I don't even know what I watched last night. That was so bad. So PTI always asks after a big game, uh, was it more about the winner or more about the loser? And the reality is, if you're a somewhat sensible sports fan, it's always somewhere in between. It's a mix. (laughs) Last night, all about the loser. Wasn't that all about the Cardinals and Kyler Murray and under duress all night, and he had nowhere to go. Um, the Hopkins was impactful. Hopkins on the field, that doesn't change the result. No, they still lose. Post. Oh, they still get smoked. And I, you, you look at the final score, it's a 23-point game. It's 28 nothing before you blink. And I don't mean to hate on the Rams, but that didn't seem to be too much about the Rams. Was Stafford, he had a few dimes, but was yeah. it like he was playing out of this world? That was no. all about the Arizona Cardinals. I agree. That was kind of a ho-hum game from Stafford, just basically a game manager. His numbers weren't overly impressive. But on the Cardinals' side, they went three and out on their first eight possessions, including a pick six on a third down play. Kyler Murray from inside his own end zone decides to toss the football up for grabs. It, it was terrible. Terrible. Yeah, they were bad. If you look at Kingsbury now, end of seasons, and we've talked about this, you know, we, we, excuse me, we're going to do things on the show this week. Trends or truth as we head to the division round weekend. Last week, we kind of talked about Josh Allen in the, in the cold and how much of that was real versus not. I mean, here are numbers you can't ignore. I mean, you just can't ignore mm-hmm. them. This is Cliff Kingsbury, end of a season as a head coach, uh, dating back to 2013. I mean, we have a, a gigantic sample now. Obviously, a lot of this is college that he went to the NFL. Lost five of six, lost four of six, lost four of six, lost six of eight, lost six of eight, lost five of five. And that was the college part. Now the NFL. He lost seven of his last nine in his first year, lost five of his last seven last year, and now ends this season losing five of his last six. I mean, that is ridiculous. His team collapses every year, not just collapses. Like, we're not talking about 500 there. They can't win. I mean, it's bad. And, you know, he he could be replaced. I'm not sure they're actually going to do that. But Kyler Murray, like, they're not going to, right? Kyler Murray's going to be there, and Murray's going to be there no matter what. I thought the Steelers looked more competitive against the Chiefs than the Cardinals looked against the Rams. You're not wrong. That's how bad it was. It was that well, bad. Okay, if you take a step back and you're, and you're the Arizona Cardinals, and I, I would think the organization still believes in Kyler Murray. Okay, they got him healthy for the majority of the season. Sure. Majority of the season. Now, it's so disappointing because you were 7-0. to because it was, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, we didn't expect to go from 500 to be a Super Bowl contender, but that's where they found themselves in the middle of the season. At the end, yes, you don't want to go home after one playoff game, but you did go under Kingsbury in its first year, 5-10-1. Second year, you take another step, and he missed a lot of time. And when he was out there, he didn't look great. He was 8-8, eight eight, 5-10-1 to 8-8. Eight eight, to 11 and six. So are they going to spin this and say that overall is a positive? We've improved every year under Kingsbury. Now, next, what we have to do is get it done in the postseason. Yeah, you could spin it that way, but the devil's in the details, right? Like yeah. it, it's mm-hmm. it's a worry. I mean, they're, they're going the wrong direction and they're in a tough division. You know, this is in the NFC East where you could just kind of like float by. I mean, you How got to go seven and zero and lose a division. How's that happen? That, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. 
I mean, it really yeah, is. Yeah, and I don't know how you could look at that, how the you go 7-0, lose the division, um, lose in the wild card round, and see that as, um, you know, improvement. That's that kind of delusional if they're going to spin it that way. I yes. think they are. Now, an interesting thing I, I, I kind of dug up this morning. Looking at this, I looked at Kyler Murray's stats, and I want to talk about Matthew Stafford and the Rams because they were the ones moving forward here. But Kyler Murray yesterday had a 7.6 QBR. 7 it's a zero to 100 scale. And if you look at the matchups this weekend, it's sometimes I think we make too much of quarterback play, right? It's a team game. But every game this weekend, every game, the team that had the better quarterback play won. There was no exception if you go yes. by QBR. And only one game did a loser even have above average quarterback play. And by QBR, that was Mac Jones. Mac Jones's QBR was above average. Everybody else, from Dak yeah. to Hertz to Kyler to Carr, they were all well below average. Like, it's not about – like, Kyler's obviously a good player and, and a dynamic one. But if your quarterback doesn't come to play in the playoffs, you're going home. The game is too set up for the pass. If your quarterback has a bad day, you're out. It's hard to get 0 by. For, 0 for 9 on third down. 0 for 9 on third down last night. Yeah, that was that was over quickly. I drifted mentally. I was watching all the different uh, – Broadcast avenues that were out there, but I was just i mentally in the game. I was like Arizona. I was just completely out of there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, a few <laughs> things that I, that I think are notable since we talked so much last week about the different props that were available for Wild Card Weekend. Uh, one of the favorites, Mahomes, ends up being the passing yards leader with 404. He was 5-1. to one. I thought the odds would, for Eli Mitchell would be better when I saw that he ended up with the most rushing yards with 96, but you could only find him about five to one, six to one. And surprisingly a big name receiver. He actually had some uh, decent odds on him mm-hmm. without Godwin. Evans was 14 to one and he had 117 yards, most receiving yards on the weekend. Yeah. Big day. It's interesting. Um, speaking of receiving props. So last night we hit, we had a couple of props, the Beckham touchdown, but we got to bring Paul Aspen in here because Paul has a lesson for closing line value on a, a prop last night with Christian Kirk. Yeah, and it's – I mean, it's the oldest, you know, rule in the book. Like, get the best of the number. Don't get a bad number. And, like, with props – I don't know about you guys. With props, there's, like, a – feel like there's a little bit more wiggle room, or at least mentally there is, when there probably shouldn't be. But I mentioned right. on the show yesterday, 50 and a half was the number on Christian Kirk. That was the number I mentioned on the show – of course, I did not bet it at that time. Came back a couple hours later. I was like, ah, oh, I forgot to bet it. So I was 52 and a half. And I was like, there was something in the back of my mind. I was like, well, it's like, ah, two yards, two and a half yards, three yards, whatever. Now, we'll forget about the fact that he stopped running on what should have been an 80-yard bomb and should have hit the 6-1, to one, lead the game in receiving yards. We'll forget about that. But number landed 51. You got the best of number. You won. You get the worst of the number, the 52 and a half, the closing number. You lost. So... Even with props, just got to get the best of the number. Um, so, yep, that sucked. It it's terrible with props. Yeah. I, I told you yesterday that uh, all week, 
previewing the game, I said, this is the game I have the least amount of confidence in. I have no feel. Complete coin toss. Well, we saw it was far from a coin toss last night. As soon as I took Arizona and Survivor, just thinking, well, the winner of this game, I'm not going to take them in the next round. That was stupid. I should have stuck with San Francisco. That was my gut. But in the back of my mind, part of the reason I didn't take San Francisco is I think they could win this weekend. I think they could if Jimmy G's healthy. So uh, I'm one and done in Survivor. Paul, you Cincinnati, right? I, I Cincinnati, yep. So do you, have a, do you have a first thought or just not sure? Hamp? But no. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No. I do it not. It gets harder. Tennessee. It gets harder as we get Tennessee. Through. Go against Tampa. Go against them. And then they're done. You're not going to take Tennessee in the AFC Championship. Definitely not. Not taking the Chiefs or the Bills in that game. Packers? No, because the Niners. I don't know. I quit. <laughs> Paul's out. I'm happy I'm out. Yeah. Titans. I, I won I like and I'm out. So let's talk about the Rams quickly, because that was the other side of this. And they're the ones moving on. They go to Tampa on Sunday. And what do they open at? The numbers at what to start this thing? Looking at three? Three. Yeah. Three. Went from two and a half to three. That feel light. If you asked me yesterday what the winner of the last night's game, obviously the devil's in the details, the way they played. They looked good last night. I know they beat Tampa earlier this year and beat them up pretty well in Los Angeles. If you had asked mm-hmm. me yesterday what the number on that game would be, I would have said more than three. Now, I'm not going to say it's six, but three and a half, four. It's because it? they were so impressive last night. Wasn't you look, look at the ahead? final score, or people will, will think that. Um, it, yeah, it's what well, it went up to three. I would have guessed three and a half. I would have guessed three and a half on that. But then you're, not, you're also not assuming a blowout. So that, people saw that blowout and they're like, oh. And, and then couple that with the Bucks injuries on the offensive line. Yeah. Now we'll have to wait on that. So that could be a big deal. Brady, not the most mobile. A quarterback, so he could be running for his life. And then, then you had the regular season results as well, which when you dive into the box score, it was fairly even, even though it was a two-score final. Yeah, we got to keep our eye all on that. the injuries yeah. that Bucks offense like. I mean, the Eagles couldn't sack anybody all year. And the second half of that game, really the, the last two-thirds of the game, I mean, they were getting pressure, a lot of pressure on Brady, and they were not getting pressure all season. Tristan Wirfs is a big deal if he's, if he's banged up in this game. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this is why the Rams got Von Miller. Forget like he was kind of like mm-hmm. a non-factor right. in the last couple of weeks of the season. This is why they got him. You saw it a little bit last night. Granted, Kyler kind of turned into him, but he's going to get after the quarterback. And he's got that playoff and Super Bowl, you know, resume. And we've so always I, seen uh, that being the recipe for Tom Brady whenever they, they get. Yeah, but he's one of the best at getting the ball out quickly. And this is a rematch from what week three when we saw. The Rams beat the Bucks 34-24, so it'll be interesting to see what adjustments the Bucks make this time. Yeah, and um, three of the four games are rematches, but what's tricky is all of the rematches were from so early in the year, does it even matter? These teams yeah. are very different months like and months Chiefs, later right now. Like the Chiefs, totally sure. different yeah. team now they than are. week three. I, yep. It's interesting because yep. last week everyone was making the cases for the Dogs. And it turned out to be a, a pretty heavy favorites weekend. As I look at the, the board right now for the division round weekend, I mean, I could make a legitimate case for all dogs. I mean, I, I could. Now, obviously, it's not going to play out that way. Some of the favorites will win. Maybe maybe two or three will just take, win and cover. But, I mean, Cincinnati, Joe, you're, you, you, said those, you said the ML word yesterday. The Niners, that's a big number there. 
Rams, if, the, if there's injuries with the Bucks' offensive line, the Bills look amazing. Like, all these mm-hmm. dogs look live right now in these games. I got a perfect underdog teaser, Rams and Bills. Eight and a half and nine? I like it. This this week, only two underdogs covered the teaser. Only two with all those blowouts. Wow. That, well, it yes. happens, right? That's what happened. All right, Super Wild Card Week in the books. We look forward to the division round. Our buddy, Crackman, joins us next right here on the Beck UL Network.